up next on TechEdge, searching for primary source materials. I'm Allison High. And I'm Bill Lopez. And welcome to TechEdge. Today we have Bill Lopez sitting in for Guy Trainin. Bill, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, thanks. Glad to be here with you all. And I'm an associate professor of practice in the elementary ed uh, program here at UNL. I'm a colleague of Guy Trainin. We don't know where he is today, but I he hope he's having fun. And uh, so uh, I teach the social studies methods classes. And try to infuse a lot of technology into the uh, teaching of social studies. So um, I've just been introduced really pretty uh, uh, recently to the whole iPad world. And so I'm developing some uh, strategies, teaching strategies for incorporating the iPad into the teaching of history and social studies. Okay, well we appreciate you being here today. And our topic for today is searching for primary source materials. Right. So what are primary source materials? I'm glad you asked. Um, primary source materials are really the eyewitness accounts of the people who really experienced the past. And these can be the old photographs that people took or before cameras, uh, the drawings and sketches. They can be the written documents left by, let's say, the pioneers as they cross the Oregon Trail. Their diaries and journals are primary source materials. Uh, in later years, with the advent of moving pictures, as they used to call them back then, we have the old Edison and other uh, motion pictures from the time period. Uh, we have audio tapes. Uh, from the time period as well, a lot of uh, interviews and so on. Old newspapers, anything that uh, were written or produced by eyewitnesses to history, those are primary source materials. Okay, well now tell us what are the apps that you're gonna share with the viewers today? Yes, I'm gonna talk, uh, all the apps are related to the Library of Congress. The Library of Congress is the largest repository of primary source materials that we have in conjunction with the National Archives as well. Online, the Library of Congress has about 12 million items, oh, primary wow. source materials. That's the wonderful thing about it. The bad thing about it is there's 12 million <laughs> primary source materials. And especially for elementary age kids, you know, it can be it's difficult too much. to find that. So uh, we're here today to help teachers maybe get a little idea of what's in the Library of Congress but then what are some new apps that have, are pulling out some of those primary source materials so you don't have to dig through the whole, Excellent. The whole thing? Excellent. Okay, well let's go ahead and take a look. Well, Allison, the first app that we're going to take a look at is the virtual tour of the Library of Congress. So what this app does is allow you to look at the different parts of the actual physical building, the main reading room, the Great Hall, and then they start looking at some of the displays and um, that they have in there. So we can scroll down and you can see uh, all the different things that you can uh, come up with. Wow, so it's very there. easy to use. Yeah, it is on there. So if we were to say, let's say we want to take a look at the Great Hall and it'll talk about what it is and what's in it and, and so on. And so. Uh, kids can get some good information of the actual physical plant of the 
um, Library of Congress no. on that. Tell us a little bit about the bar at the bottom. What is all yeah, this? Yeah, so this is, uh, you can get some audio oh. uh, on there. Uh, then you can get some images. So if I were to push that, there are the Takes images of the um, Great Wall. And then we can do that. Then we can go back. And then down here now are some related links onto that. And this is where I want to take us now to the actual internet digitized collection of the Library of Congress. So we want to look at the digital collections that they have. But we focus mainly on the American memory, which is right there. And this is the, mostly the collection of American uh, type of things. Uh, we can go down here to list all collections, and you'll see all of the collections. Think of the Library of Congress as like a library, and these are all stacks in the Excellent. library that they have. The problem is, again, is that there's so many different types of, of uh, collections that it might be difficult for kids to do. So what I want to show next is the app called LOC PIX, P-I-X. Okay. We'll pull that one up. We'll tap here. And now, remember that list that we saw on the Library of oh, Congress wow. that was, was in text version? Well, all of the collections there that have photographs embedded within it are put in here, or at least a lot of them. And so we can go up and down, and you can see lots to choose from. Lots to choose from. Okay. But just coming down. Um, Farm security, this is going to be uh, stuff from the um, Great Depression and from World War II. Here's Civil War glass negatives, so if the students were studying the Civil War, uh, they could go to uh, that site. And then what you can do is you can click on one, and then you can go up here, and you oh, can wow. find uh, different image sizes that you can download. You can email, which is yeah, great Yeah, you too. can save the image, which is really important. So now I've got it saved. Gives you that reassurance. This right. is great. And this is exactly. called LOC Picks. LOC Picks. Right. Excellent. Right. Uh, let's say the kids are doing something on um, the Great Depression. Well, we know that one of the great uh, photographers of the Great Depression was Dorothea Lang. But what we have here are all the photographs that Dorothea Lang took during the Great Depression. And what's nice is they are um, categorized by the years. Oh. And so you can actually go through and get an idea. They have uh, both large images and smaller images. So you can scroll through. So shoes. you can go through and, and do that as well, yeah. And so again, we can, we can look at those, and it gives you your quick help, so it tells you what you need to do on there. You can even do it as a slideshow okay. as well, so kids could put uh, something on there. Uh, here's an interesting app. It's called Shorpy, S-H-O-R-P-Y. And the interesting thing about that is that it's named after a young boy who was a uh, coal miner, a breaker boy in the mines uh, around the turn of the 19th century. And it again is, is just a collection of different images from the Library of Congress. So on the Shorpy uh, app, there is a search function. 
Uh, we won't take time to do that, but you could put in, let's say, if you again, if you were looking at uh, Washington, D.C. or uh, some other area. But you can also browse the recent images. And so they're always adding images to this thing. You can see right now there's a, up to 150 uh, images. So I'm just going to take, let's say, 61 to 90. And so you'll get all of thumbnails of all of these images from different parts of the country. Uh, if I click on one, here you can see this is uh, uh, docks, and you can see a uh, ship. But you'll notice how wide a view it is. This is called a panorama uh, viewpoint, and they actually had these um, cameras that could produce uh, panoramic pictures. So that's a nice um, feature. Uh, we can scroll down and uh, take a look at a downtown scene. This is Philadelphia in 1904. And something that's nice is that on every picture, a quick little description is coming up. Right. So if you don't, if you aren't familiar with what these pictures are, you can always get that quick little reference. Exactly, exactly. So it gives the, the kids a good idea of what uh, a busy downtown area in uh, the turn of the century was like. And again, this is $1.99. Almost all the apps are $1.99. So today we talked about the Library of Congress and how these apps can help to organize all of the resources. And how many resources were there? Uh, 12 million primary source materials. 12 million. Well, we appreciate you being here. And thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time on TechEdge. Bye.